Hi guys, welcome back to the Everything Teenage Girl podcast. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about um, like the saying, like, it's okay not to be okay. Um, Because I know I've said this like multiple times. And I wouldn't say like the ideological, is that a word? I think that's a word, but I don't know. I wouldn't say that we're talking, it's just like the like, what it actually means to say, like, it's okay not to be okay, or kind of diving more into, like, that saying, because I think, like, I throw that saying around a lot, and, like, I haven't really gone into the details about what it means to me, and that's, that sounds so weird. It's like, what does that mean to me? No, that's not how I mean it. I just mean, like, I say that a lot, and, like, I'm just trying to explain, like, what I mean by saying, like, it's okay not to be okay. But first, as you guys already know, if you've been listening for a long time, we have the update of the week as well as the quote of the week. Do I have the quote of the week yet? Absolutely not, because when do I ever have the quote of the week before I start recording? But it's fine. We'll get it. I actually attempted this week to have my quote of the week before I started recording. I think it was like Friday night. I'm recording on a Sunday again. Who's surprised? Um, but on Friday night, I was literally like laying in my bed. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find my quote of the week. But then I got distracted, and so I didn't end up doing that, but it's fine. We're still living life, so it's okay. Um, But yeah, so I don't have my quote of the week yet, but I will get it before it comes to that time. Um, But yeah, first we have the update of the week. This week was, like, boring, like, really boring. I had Friday off, and then I have Monday off, so I have a four-day weekend, which is, like, exciting. And don't get me wrong, like, I love having those days off because then I don't have to be at school and then I don't have to deal with my classes. So that's a good thing. But the bad thing is that over the weekend, I have literally had nothing to do. And so I have been like painfully bored this entire weekend. And I know of some other schools and places that have Friday as well as Monday off. And maybe that's just like a, like school's just because I know Monday's President's Day but I don't know what this Friday is I thought it was just my school but then I heard other schools had this day off too so like I don't know what today's supposed to be but yeah so I don't know if anyone else is just getting so bored but I'm actually painfully bored over the weekend um because I've had like nothing to do I've just been scrolling on my phone which like is fine but also like I want to actually do something but I guess that's not how this weekend's gonna work. Um, so yeah, I've just been bored, and then other than that, it's been, like, a really boring week, um, because school, nothing really happened, uh, nothing big happened. So, I guess we're just going into the next week with nothing exciting, but that's okay. Well, I'll try to find something exciting that I can share next week. Hopefully, something actually happens. Or else I'm going to continue to just be like, this week was boring. I had nothing to do. It's, but it's gonna, it's fine, guys. It's fine. I'm going to find something exciting to tell you guys about. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hold on really quickly. Has anyone else, like, I'm sure everyone has seen this. Those, like, Barbie dogs. And they've been on my free page, like, on Instagram so much. And it's so funny. Like, I'm not complaining or anything because it's literally hilarious. And it's, like, those videos, like, me and my bestie, like, walking into class knowing that we haven't learned anything since seventh grade. Oh my gosh, like me and my friends have just been sending those videos back and forth and it's the funniest thing ever. But also like like Rihanna's halftime performance has been like trying like her dance her background dancers and I've seen like a lot of funny videos on that. It's been it's been funny. Like my for you page is honestly hilarious this week 
ever since it's like the Super Bowl halftime show, like Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show, and then those Barbie dogs started showing up, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. I like love watching those. Okay, after that little rant there, um, we do have a quote of the week, um, which is, old ways won't open new doors. I think that like, everyone, like a part of everyone doesn't really love to step out of like their comfort zone. I think it's like, not especially for me, but like, Sometimes it can just be, like, easy to keep going about your life in the same way and doing the same things, whatever, because it feels comfortable. But, like, the biggest changes will come when you step out of your comfort zone. And, like, you can't expect change to happen by itself. Like, you have to put yourself out there and you have to change whatever you want changed in your life or else it's not going to happen just on its own. So I think putting, you know, like, stepping out of your comfort zone can be uncomfortable, but it leads to, like, change like for the better for the worse however you choose to make it hopefully that made sense oh my gosh guys I just randomly forgot or not forgot I randomly remembered something that happened this week I did in fact after literally like taking forever and like procrastinating doing it I ordered photos to put on my wall um because I think I've talked about this before but I have like a whole wall dedicated to like photos Because, like, when I rearranged my room a few months ago, I was, like, I want a wall, like, specifically dedicated towards, like, photos. And so I created that wall. Like, I opened up that space, and it's just been, like, a blank wall. And, like, I have photos that I printed out just on regular paper that I had hanging up there. But then I was using this wall tape that actually sucked. And it would, like, because it's, like, wall safe. It was also like falling off the wall, you know, Um, so I really couldn't win on that one. So I was trying to find, you know, stuff that would like make the pictures stay, but also not ruin my wall because I did just paint it over the summer. And my friend was talking about how she was using like the sticky tack stuff. um, And I literally bought some on Amazon and it's like cheap. And I bought like a good amount of it and it was pretty cheap. So I'm just using that and I just like have like a tester not a tester photo but like I have one of my photos on the wall right now just a singular photo it looks so weird but I'm trying to make sure that the sticky tack actually works but so far it's worked and then I did order like more photos so I'm excited for those to come in but they shouldn't they're not supposed to come in for like another few weeks so I'm excited for those but I'm hoping that the sticky tack actually works and it doesn't ruin my wall so I feel like that's, like, hard to find because I need something that sticks to the wall for a long time but won't ruin my wall. So I'm really hoping that this works because I've tried, like, that masking tape. Not masking tape. Is it masking tape? I don't know. That, like, blue painter's tape. Maybe it's called painter's tape. Um, And that just falls off the wall. And it's, like, weird because you have to put it in those weird circles. And then I've tried wall safe tape, which actually sucks because it was, like, my pictures were literally falling off my wall like every few hours and I had to keep putting them back up and it was so annoying. So I'm really hoping that this works. Okay, now getting into the actual episode. Um, I think just to kind of like summarize for a second, not summarize, but again, we're talking about like um, kind of like what it actually means to say it's okay not to be okay or what it means like when I say it's okay not to be like to not oh my gosh my words are not working for me today when I say it's okay not to be okay like this is what I mean by it and this is kind of what's going through my head and so I think that like 
in general, when I'm saying like, it's okay not to be okay. Like, yes, I mean it. Because you have feelings and that that's part of what makes you human. And so hiding your feelings and like kind of keeping it all built in is not going to help you in any way, shape or form, because you were literally born to have feelings. And that what that's not what makes you human. But you know, that's a part of what makes you a human because humans have feelings. And that's just like, known. that's facts. And so, you know, you're not, you shouldn't be expected to hold in your feelings or anything like that. And so, you know, saying like, it's okay not to be okay is like saying like, you don't have to be fine all the time. No one expects you to be fine. Well, no one should expect you to be fine all the time. And if you found the right people in life, they won't expect you to be fine all the time. That's not ideal. Ideal? Is that the right word? That's not like normal. Because you're a human and you're going to have negative and you're going to have positive feelings. And that's just a part of being human. And so I think that like, this saying it's okay not to be okay is absolutely true because it is completely okay not to be okay. But I think for me, like it's okay to be not to not to, oh my gosh, words. It's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to deny yourself the help or the support that you deserve. And so you don't need help. I, you know, there's people like you could say like the help that you need and sure some people need help to be better. But I mean, you don't need to go to therapy. You don't need to do any of that stuff. It's going to help you. Absolutely. But some people don't like therapy and some people don't like certain things. So, you know, there's, but there's so many other things. There's not just therapy that can help you. You know, there's other ways of being supported through whatever you're going through. And so I think as much as it's okay not to be okay, and I'm going to keep saying that, it's not okay to deny yourself the help that you truly deserve just because you don't want to put yourself out there, just because you don't want to show that you have feelings, or just because you're scared of what other people are going to think. Because if you found the right people, and if you found the right support system, they're not going to care what you're like, they're just going to be there to support you, whether they understand what you're going through or not. And here's the thing, you can't expect them to always understand what you're going through, because different people go through different things. And there's going to be a couple people who understand what you're going through, and a couple people who don't understand what you're going through, or all of them are not going to understand what you're going through, or all of them are going to understand what you're going through. And so I think it's just important to understand that whether they understand what you're going through or not, whether they can relate to it, whether they can, you know, help you from from their personal experiences, you know, doesn't mean that they won't support you and so there's gonna be things that like people come up to me and they're like they tell me stuff and I'm like you know I can't relate to you on that but I'm gonna be here to support you and whichever however you would want me to be here to support you if that makes sense like I don't know what you're going through personally but I'm like up to just being here for you whenever you need me or whatever you need me to do you know what I'm saying so you can't always expect the people around you to understand personally what you're going through but you can you should always if you found the right people you should always expect them to support you and be with you and help you in whichever way you feel you need and I think also just because people don't understand doesn't mean that they won't try to understand if you try to explain to them if you try you know like they're going to want to hear if they truly care about you, they want to hear what's going on and they want to be able to support you in whichever ways they can. And they want you to try to explain to them, like, what's going on? How can I help you? You know, explain to me what's going on so that 
you know, I can at least know as much as it's possible to know without me going through it myself. But, you know, you're never going to be able to get help and get support if you don't understand what's happening. And I think sometimes you can deny what you're going through. And so if you just acknowledge your anxiety, your stress, whatever's going on in your life, like take a second to understand because I think a lot of times it can just feel like a lot's going on in your life and you just don't know where to start. But if you take a second and you breathe and you go, what is happening? Like break it down into pieces. This is happening. This is happening. This is giving me anxiety. This is stressing me out. This is getting me frustrated, whatever it is you know, break it down, acknowledge it, start to understand it. But I think sometimes it can be so hard to understand what's going through your head without, you know, processing it out loud. And I think like the other day, there was just like a lot going on. And, and I was on the phone with one of my friends, and I just didn't understand. But I was able to talk to her and I was able to go like, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's all that stuff. And immediately just became more clear to me what I had to do, what was happening right now, you know, and all that stuff just because I verbally, like, I got it out, you know, I was, I was able to just, like, understand it better because I was expressing it verbally. And it made more sense as I was talking out loud because I was like, oh, yeah. And I was also getting her input on it. And she was talking about it. She was talking about her experience. She was talking about what, you know, and it just became so much clearer. And whether she could understand fully what was going on or not. She was I, like just me speaking that out loud and talking about what was going on out loud helped me kind of clear it up in my head and like understand what was actually happening so I could move forward and get the help that I need. Um, and I think that's just like the first step to like getting help or getting better or whatever is just acknowledging what you're going through and being able to accept that and go, it's fine. Like what I'm going through is okay. I just need to get help and I just want to let myself get help. Because I'm going to be feel so much happier if I do get that help. And so accepting, acknowledging your feelings that are going on and then getting help is so great. You just need to be able to accept that something's going on in your life and be able to accept the help that people want to give you. But also I find that like a lot of times I'm like, oh, small things, small things, small stress, small anxieties are fine in the moment. Like, if something happens and I get anxiety from it, I feel like I'm fine. Like, I'm totally fine. I'm good. I move forward with my life. But then the next day, something else happens. And then the next day, something else happens. And all those small things on their own are not a big deal. But when you add them all together in the same week, in the same day, in the same hour, whatever it is, it becomes a much bigger situation. And it just feels like so much is happening to you. But if you take a second to kind of divide, okay, this is what's giving me stress and this is what's giving me anxiety and this is why I'm feeling this way and break it down into, okay, this and this and this. So it can be the smallest things, but when they add up, it just becomes, you know, overpowering and you can't handle that by yourself. But if you break it down and it kind of seems simpler and it seems easier to handle, but also like allowing people to help you because people want to help you. The people that love you, the people that care about you want to help you and want to support you in however, like whichever ways that they can. And so allowing them to help you and acknowledging that you need help is totally fine as well. Like needing help is fine. You can still be be independent and also accept help. You know, if you accept help, that's not giving up your independence. That's like giving yourself what you need, giving yourself the support that you need. It doesn't mean that you're any less independent. It just means that you're accepting what's going on and you're accepting that you need help to be independent, you know? And I think like as 
someone who's always wanted to be independent, I was always in this like this mindset of like, I just need to do this by myself. Like, I'm fine. I'm going to get it done by myself. But sometimes I need help. And that's totally fine too. And I've started to rely on other people and I've started to get help and all this stuff. And I've, I've had help for a while and it's it's been a few years and whatever. But I think before then it was just always like this mindset of I can do this by myself. And I could do it by myself. But you know how much easier it would be to have help? Because then I'm not being getting too overwhelmed or getting too like overworked or over, you know, like getting too stressed or having too much anxiety and all this stuff. And so that doesn't mean I'm any less independent now than I was then. That just means I've started to accept the help. I'm still a very independent person, but I'm just accepting help and I'm accepting that help is okay because it is, it's just going to make you a better person. It's going to make your life so much easier and people want to help you. There's this game you can play too that's like, it's like an exercise, I guess. Um, and I, it's so much easier to like understand when you're actually doing it, but I'll just explain it to you and hopefully it'll make the same like sense or make sense at all. Um, so basically this game, it's like you can have a balloon, right? And like, you know that game that I'm sure we all played as a child um, and it was like you like try to keep the balloon up like off the floor and so you like you would have people and you'd all like run under it and try to tap it back up and make sure it didn't hit the floor, right? And so if you're picturing one of your anxieties, one of your stresses, one of your frustrations, all of that stuff, like one of one of your stresses is on that balloon, right? And so let's say, I'm just gonna use school as an example. Let's say the balloon is school, right? I can keep that balloon by myself. I can keep that balloon up pretty easily. I'm running a lot around a little bit, but I'm fine. I can still keep it up pretty easily. And, you know, I'll be fine. But then if I have another balloon, and let's say the other balloon is friends. That's not where I'm using this as an example, guys. Um, So now we have stress. Like one of my stresses is school and one of my stresses, we'll just do homework, is homework, right? So I have school and I have homework. And at this point, I'm kind of like running all over the place because I have two balloons now and I'm trying to keep them up by myself. And I'm like, oh, I can still probably do it. But it's going to be harder to do, right? So I'm like running around all over the place because I'm trying to get one balloon. I'm trying to get the other balloon. I'm trying to make sure they don't hit the floor because that's breaking point. The floor is breaking point, let's say. Okay, right? But then if we add in a third balloon, and let's say the third balloon is, um, I'm trying to think of something that we all go through. Um, I'm just going to say friends, okay? So let's say the third balloon balloon is friends and you're struggling with friend problems or whatever it is now you have three things you're trying to hold up three stresses three things that are giving you anxiety three frustrations whatever it is and you're trying to hold up all three of those balloons at once all three of those stresses that's going to be crazy and either you won't be able to do it or you won't be able to or it's just gonna like you're gonna be running all over the place you know what i'm saying and so Either way, that's not a good because either way, you're either hitting breaking point because one of those balloons fell, one of those stresses you had to let, you know, or you're running all over the place and your brain's crazy and you can't think of anything else because at this point, all you're thinking about is trying to keep those balloons off the floor. And so you have nothing, you cannot think of anything else. If someone tried to make a conversation with you, if someone tried to, you know, talk to you about it, absolutely not. Like I cannot focus on anything else. You know what I'm saying? But if you 
brought a friend over, if you brought someone over that you trust, and you were like, hey, can you help me keep up these balloons? How much easier would it be to have two people trying to hold out one balloon or three balloons than it would be to only have one person holding up three balloons? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Because you brought, whether that's one person, whether it's two people, whether it's three people, however many people it is that you trust to keep those balloons off the floor, you brought those people in and you let them know what was happening. And now there's two people holding up three balloons instead of just you, instead of just yourself, instead of just one person. Hopefully that makes sense because in my head that made so much sense. But like, I don't know, maybe that didn't make sense to any of you guys. But like, do you see what I'm talking about? Like, if you bring in someone else to help you, it's going to be so much easier to manage the balloons, to manage your stress, to manage your anxiety. Whereas if it was just you, whereas if it was just one person trying to hold up all of those things. So I think that just really put it into perspective because it was like an exercise. And so, you know, if you actually did the exercise, it would also make a lot more sense because you're like, oh gosh, it is so much easier to just have one more person, two more people, however much it is, you know? Oh my gosh. I say, you know, after every single sentence and it's like, it's probably so annoying to you guys because I'm like, you know, you know, you know. So I'm sorry about that. But we're going to continue. And if I say, you know, one, one more time, I'm going to be like, what the heck? But it's fine. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like, it's great to know how to manage your stresses by yourself. Because if for whatever reason, sometimes you don't have anyone else, then it's great to understand how to do that by yourself. But it's also good to understand that you're not always going to have to do it by yourself. And you shouldn't always have to do it by yourself. So, you know accepting that it's okay to lean on other people and it's okay to have other people support you it's is such an important part of like you know your life and what's going on in your life because I think especially like as teenagers you know we're gonna have stress we're gonna have anxiety that's basically given but how you deal with it is up to you so you can choose to do this all by yourself and to struggle and to you know feel like you're alone in the whole thing Or you can accept that you need to rely on other people and you can accept that relying on other people is okay. And I think it's it's so much easier to go through whatever we're going through right now if you have other people who are also going through it or maybe not even going through it, just understand or just are there to support you because then you have people there to lean on if you need it and people there you should lean on if you need it. I think another important thing to understand is that like taking breaks can mean can be like more helpful than anything else because sometimes you know school is a lot of work you're going to school for five days a week and you have two days off and sometimes those two days are dedicated to homework or whatever else you have to do if you have chores if you have whatever but I think that like taking breaks is going to be so helpful because I know, like, I talked about this before a few episodes ago when I was talking about how, like, my anxiety attack that I had in the middle of school, I know, so fun, guys, um, how I was talking about that, um, I forget which episode that was in, but I think that was a few episodes ago, I want to say that, was, oh, it was, uh, the, like, mental health check episode, so if you want to, like, hear the whole story, you can go to that one, um, but anyway, like, it was, like, a, a moment where I knew I just needed a break because nothing else could have given me the support like taking a break. 
and I was leaning on other people even then, but I still just needed a break. I needed to take my mind off things. I needed to be able to take time to recoup and to reorganize my thoughts and my feelings and whatever it was. And so the next day, sure, I had a cold, but it was like I stayed home because of my cold, but it was also just a way of me going, you know, I just, I knew I needed a break. And so I probably didn't have to stay home that day. I probably didn't have to stay home that day. Because as much as I had like a sore throat and I didn't want to go to school, I could have still gone to school. But I was just like, I can't do it. Because my cold's going to continuously get worse because I'm not, I'm not healing it. And my stress is making it worse. And, and, there, and my stress is like fighting the stuff that's trying to fight off the, you know, my cold and whatever. And so I needed a break. And you know how much better I felt going back to school the next day? Because I felt, you know, re-energized. And I felt like my thoughts and my feelings were all organized again. And I had them under control again. And so as much as I was re- re- like relying leaning all of that stuff on like my friends and the people around me the day before I still just needed a break and I had to like accept that before I could like really go back to school the next day like I it was I don't I cannot explain to you guys how good it felt going back to school the next day because I was actually mentally okay and that was the first time in the while that I had been like fully just relaxed and I know I have weekends guys I completely understand that and I take those weekends but I think it was just everything that was built up on top of like each other that week that just like broke me and then I got a chance to just take a break and it was so helpful and like going back to school the next day I was like so calm and like re-energized regrouped it just felt so much better just to take a break and I think that can be said for literally any strenuous thing any whatever it is like just taking breaks I know a lot of times too like doing homework like whatever it is I'll just be like I don't understand this if I leave it there for a little bit I go eat a snack I go call my friends I go do other homework whatever when I come back to it it's so much easier for me to understand it's just taking breaks gives your brain a chance to regroup it gives your brain a chance to like go okay well let's look at this again and let's look at it in a different way and I think in any situation it can be helpful to take breaks I don't know does that happen to anyone else where I'm literally like so confused and I just leave it there for a second and I go do something else. And when I come back, I feel so stupid because I'm like, what the heck? Like, I literally did not know how to do this. And now it makes so much sense to me. I just think that's so weird. But then also, like, sometimes I'll be like, what the hell is happening to me? And then I'll go talk to my friends. And it's just like everything in my life just makes sense after that. Like, I'm, I'll literally be so confused about what is happening in my head. And I'll go talk to my friends about it. And it just, it whether whatever they say, it just makes more sense to me. And I'm just like, what? Like, why did that not make sense 10 minutes ago when I was literally having a mental breakdown on my floor in my bedroom? Like, what? But I also, and I wouldn't say that I always had this, but, like, especially now, like, I have very surface-level emotions. At school, not so much. Like, at school, I typically don't have surface-level emotions, but, like, the second I get home, like, my emotions are like just very surface level I feel like um and I don't know why that is well I mean I do know why just because like that's just who I am but like I've just 
and I don't, I don't think it always was like this. I've just like learned to just kind of accept what's going through my head. And I have very surface level emotions because I've also learned that if I build up, then there's just going to be this entire mental breakdown and that's never good. So I have very like surface level emotions, but I, it just also like depends on the day and it depends on the time and it depends on where I'm at. And I don't know why that is, but it's like weird. But it's also, like, good because then I'm not, like, building up all my stress and my anxiety and all that stuff into, like, one huge mental breakdown. Okay, I think while I'm here, I'll just give some, like, tips that I've found helpful, like, when I have anxiety or stress or whatever. Um, Again, this is, like, a super, like, basic one, but, like, breathing and, like, putting, your like, your hand on your heart and, like, feeling your heartbeat, but then also, like, breathing and like focusing on your breathing distracts you from whatever else is going on and I think like for me it depends on who you are but for me it's helpful to talk to people and some people like they like talking about what's going on and for me if I'm having like anxiety I like to distract myself from what's going on so like I'll talk to people about anything else also like laughter releases hormones and so it actually is like proven to like help you and make you feel better because it's releasing the hormones um and so like laughter and so like if you have someone who's funny around you or whatever um and then like just like understanding if you're someone who does like to talk about pinpoint your stress talk about what's going on it'll make more sense to you if you're like talking about it out loud so to someone whatever that is um take a break come back to whatever it is I know I already said that step away from your problem I know there's like that fight fright fight, fright, fight, flight, or freeze thing. Um, I'm definitely like a flight person when I get anxiety. And so I think that like, depending on which situation you're in, I personally like to step away from the situation that I'm in. But there's times when you should step away. And there's times when you should stay there and battle through it. And I think there's like, like, okay, I'm just gonna bring it back to that one day, because it's gonna like, put it all into perspective, not perspective, but it's going to make more sense. So basically that one day I was having anxiety in school. Like I did not stay in the same room. I went to a different room with one of my, like a few of my friends and I went and like, I distracted myself and whatever. And we were talking. And so I like took like flight in that moment, but I wanted to go home. And that's, that's what I mean by flight. Like I'm a flight person and I wanted to go home. Like, I just, I wanted to completely separate myself. So, I guess I found, like, a happy mediums. Like, I was still in the situation, and I was still fighting through that, and I was still not giving in to what my anxiety wanted me to. But I was also, like, not, you know, being in an, a, a situation where I knew I wouldn't be good in. So, I think, I like, I found, like, a kind of a middle ground, and I ended up going back, and it was fine. Like, I didn't go home that day. Um, so, I think just, like, understanding are you a fight, flight, or freeze person, and then definitely like there's times when you should give into that and there's times when you shouldn't because I think sometimes it's just too overwhelming and you just need to take a break and there's sometimes where you just need to push through it and I think like understanding yourself and understanding what you're going through is part of like understanding what you need to do in the situation um so yeah that's like basically there's a lot there's like a lot more tips and whatever that you can use but it all depends on who you are and the experiences and throughout like all the experience you'll have in the past, the future, the present, whatever it is, you'll learn from those. And you can learn like for next time, like, what should I do in this situation? And am I a flight, fright, or fight, fight, flight, or freeze person? And so I think 
you know, understanding yourself and what you're going through is another important step to take to like helping yourself and what you're going through and everything. Okay, guys, well, that's all I had to say for this episode. And I hope that you enjoyed and make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify as well as leave a rating. You can also follow my Instagram, which I've been posting a lot more on, like my story and like reels and whatever. And I hope to continue that um, because I truly love doing that. And then so make sure to go follow my like Instagram, which will be linked in the description. You can also follow my podcast personal Pinterest, my podcast Pinterest, um, which will also, all my socials will be linked in the description. So make sure to go follow all those. And then again, like the spot, the podcast on Spotify and leave a rating. Um, so yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.